Voice, I'm Paul here, and today I have with me Hong Lee. How are you doing, Hong? I'm pretty good. How are you? Very good. And today we are going to be talking about The Walking Dead. Um, just recently, the first episode of Season 7 came out, and oh my goodness, it was a crusher to say the least. <laughs> yeah. how, how were you handling that, Hong? Um... If it was any other character, I would probably handle it, handling it pretty well. But you know, he's probably my favorite character because of the representation, um, the Asian representation. If you, <laughs> if you guys didn't catch that, I see. Um, I see. If, since you guys don't, if you guys don't know that I'm Asian by my name, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it, it sucks. It really does. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, he was there since pretty much day one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, it sucks to lose one of the core characters. Yeah. Yeah. It. It was definitely unexpected, at least in my opinion, because as the seasons went on, you know, in the beginning, there were a lot of characters being like, oh, this guy's got eaten, but it's okay, we just met everyone. And then, like, it seemed like they were starting to, like, develop plot armor with, like, mm -hmm. a few people in the yeah. core, and then there goes Glenn. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> a part of me expected it because it does happen in the comics. You know, spoiler if you guys haven't read the comics. Right, right. You know, he does die in the comics in this pretty much the same fashion. Um, so I expect I was expecting it, but then, you know, you, you, they kind of, like you said, develop like that um, armor that, you know, these these last few core guys are probably never going to die because of their popularity amongst yeah. the fans. Mm -hmm. But and they chopped him off for sure. yeah yeah <laughs> it was a bold move and it yeah. was really nice did you see the uh talking dead special after the after the event i did not catch that no okay yeah. it, it was it was a it was a fun yeah. funny event because like uh, apparently it was an outdoor event mm -hmm. and the first thing you see is just the host of the event saying look everyone it's raining and apparently it rained right when the first character died and uh, they just started emphasizing like the heavens are crying right now because uh, glenn is gone and sad. all that but <laughs> it was really nice because of course um the actors knew and were um updated on the comics beforehand and mm -hmm. the actor of glenn was like yeah don't give that to anyone else because it was such an intense and spectacular way to go out i suppose yeah um but um, did you have any other predictions before this episode actually came out? You know, I, the thing about me watching um, adaptations of um, popular books and comics and whatnot is that uh, I can separate the two. I, mm -hmm. I try to at my best to separate the two because they're two different stories. Because translating something on screen is is going to take a different uh, different creativity versus mm -hmm. you know. Um, what you imagine in a book and a comic so, so of course they have to take liberties on how they translate that onto screen so I try not to pull, have so much expectations when right. it comes to books and uh, adaptations of books and, and comics mm -hmm. so when I, when I watch it I, I watch it with a clean slate pretty much yeah without any expectation without any you know uh like you said uh, uh um predictions of any kind mm -hmm. um so that i can watch it and enjoy it for what it is rather right. than critiquing it versus the book and comics you know so yeah that's that's yeah. very admirable because yeah. you know i think a lot of people definitely get wrapped up in the original stories especially with yeah. book to movie adaptations oh, yeah, you know we yeah. constantly hear that like oh it wasn't as good as the book blah 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 but i think if you if you take a certain mindset 
a, a movie can be just as good in its own right, but it's mm-hmm. not going to be in the it's not going to be the book exactly because it's literally impossible to have the same like emphasis on one moment that a book could spread for pages and pages and yeah. wrap you up in kind of thing. You yeah, know? Ex- exactly. You see, because everyone's uh, interpretation of whatever is in the, the writing is going to be different. Mm-hmm. How we imagine it in our minds with, you know, everyone's different. You know, how we imagine things is going to be different. Yeah. How we see that scene in that book is going to be different. So when we see it on, on the screen, we're obviously going to critique it because that's how, not how we imagined it. You know, mm-hmm. that's not how we saw it. That's not the color of his hair. Right, that's, right. You know, that's not how the, 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 the scene is supposed to look. So um, obviously, you know, people that are that way, they're going to critique it and they're not going to enjoy it for what it is mm-hmm. rather than enjoying what the director's interpretation of that scene was supposed to be. And um, I I really enjoyed it. It was a, a good episode. I mean, uh, it was pretty gruesome, but yes. uh, <laughs> I did enjoy it. Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, just the way they killed off glenn in the episode yeah i thought was really well done because it was unexpected Mm. at least shot wise yeah because they on top of they just got done um like acing abraham and uh, i'm gonna say right now that's the one i kind of predicted personally because i thought he was like Oh, he was one of the characters that was around not not as long yeah. and he was a guy I I personally think that still a better target for a more bl- brutal mur- murder like that sure, at sure. least for like like the producer viewer mm-hmm. ideas and stuff and then um if you remember in the uh at the very end you do hear that line of taking it like a champ. Yep. And yep. totally think of Abraham for that. Yeah, I um, uh, of all the characters that uh, were going to be chopped off and be on the chopping block, uh, Abraham was definitely on the top of the list. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and that's why I think the, the show was done so well is because they did chop off the guy that everyone expected. Uh-huh. But then Glenn, so which he, everyone was yeah. hoping not getting mm-hmm. chopped off. So he kind of lightened everyone's load a little bit. Oh, God, it's not Glenn. Yeah. But then it's Glenn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Damn it. <laughs> so that 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 made that, that moment when Glenn, you know, got hit, you know, even more, you know, impactful. You know, mm-hmm. that was just, uh, it was Absolutely, done really well. Absolutely, because yeah. the shock was all brought back because you... The, the way they directed Abraham's scene was just this massive amount of tension. Mm-hmm. And then right before it, you see this... It seemed like he might do something, but it was a very casual shot. You know, it's just him, yeah. wide shot, not really focusing on anything. And then just yeah. whap! Exactly. It was crazy. Exactly. Um, I, now, I don't know. I've only watched the episode once, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure if if I have my uh, chronological um, uh, uh, of the scenes correct. But I believe after they killed off Abraham, Negan took Rick out on his the little journey right in, in the in the camper before they killed glenn right was glenn after that journey i think that's what they, happened, right they showed negan taking rick out on the journey yeah after both of them were dead oh so it was after they killed but they glenn. actually didn't show that so in the beginning oh, it just okay. it just showed rick's face all yeah. shocked yeah yeah, yeah. and no, no, that's what there I'm... was negan's line of what you can't take a joke and that right. was after Glenn got killed. 
Oh, so so they showed Glenn dying, getting getting chopped off before taking Rick on the journey. They didn't show it, but just time. That's what I'm. That's what I. That, no, okay, no, that's okay. what I'm asking. Yeah, what yeah. I'm asking is that, um, um, the 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 scenes where Glenn was getting getting killed was after it was towards the end of the episode right right okay, okay. right that's what yeah, i want yeah. to make sure. sorry okay. to confuse no 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 no, no. <laughs> i i wanted to uh, make sure that was i was uh that was correct because um it, it, that's why th- that whole sequence towards the end you know when they killed abraham and then took and then negan took rick off and then uh, rick started um, seeing the deaths of everyone, mm-hmm. you're going, what the heck's going on? Why is everyone yeah, dying? Yeah. You know, yeah. So that that made everything just go, holy crap! Everyone's getting killed, mm-hmm. and then when they get back, everyone's alive. So he's like, oh, okay, good, thank God. Yeah. And then yeah. Glenn dies and go, yeah. oh crap, no. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a roller coaster ride of emotions throughout mm-hmm. that entire mm-hmm. episode for sure. So, yeah. I think. Um, and one other thing, yeah. I think Andrew Lincoln uh, deserves an M- Emmy nomination for his acting in that episode it was just beautiful just you know his defiance and then his him getting broken and then and then at the end he's just a shell of himself and it was just it was just um a beautiful you know beautiful um just change um throughout just one episode and it was was done so well um and yeah despite it being so gruesome and people complaining about that i think it was um, masterfully um, acted as well by the actors, especially um, Andrew Absolutely. Lincoln, who plays Rick. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it was great. You know, I would have to agree with yeah. that. He was almost reduced to like an infantile state. Yeah. By the time you haven't seen him like shopping. that. You mm-hmm. haven't seen him like that since the first episode. Yeah. You know, he's That's always been, you know, yeah, he's had his crazy moments, you know, whatnot, and, and moments of self-doubt, but... Not like this. Not mm-hmm. since the very first episode when he didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. just he's just a shell of himself. He didn't. He he was basically broken. He was seriously broken in that Absolutely. episode. Yeah, at the end of it. And I think that's what makes this season so much more different from yeah. like everything we've seen before. Because yes. no doubt they've gone through crazy shit like time and time again. But like personally, I feel like they were always growing points. You know, yeah. it was like for example there was with the governor like that was crazy but at the same time it was like this is war we got to fight yeah and then um i believe it was between season four and five where they got like captured by that crazy group that was luring people in the cannibals yeah 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 yeah, the cannibals but almost instantly they took hold of that situation and like escaped and fought harder kind of thing Mm -hmm. so it was it was like you said, it was a constant buildup of these characters just getting stronger and more of an impactful force. Mm-hmm. And now that's all been taken away, which mm-hmm. I think is why Negan is my favorite villain so far that we've seen. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. He is quite possibly the best villain to show up on this show so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that they apparently, uh, I, I think, I'm, I probably have to fact check this but i think he's gonna uh, the actor has been signed on for a while so he's gonna be on the show really? for quite a while mm-hmm. so um yeah he's gonna he's gonna be a force to deal with for this group yeah oh my moving goodness forward yeah so i'm gonna enjoy it i'm gonna enjoy it for what it's worth um yeah so i we'll, we'll see what they're gonna do i mean it's it's gonna be crazy i mean I, I saw the previews for the next episode and um it looks like they're gonna focus on morgan and um carol and what they're doing but 
right we'll see. in the yeah. in the kingdom in the kingdom yeah so now we'll um, see how that that story arc is going to affect you know what's going on right with them, is, so do you think that's more of a rival um, i believe place? so the kingdom is a rivals of of the uh, follower uh was it the followers uh what's uh, Negan's I, group y- i can't remember Negan's i think it's group's uh, name uh, here, but yeah check that but, yeah go ahead go ahead <laughs> yeah um that would definitely be interesting and I don't know, give us a bit of a sigh of relief that there's something that can fight them, you know? Well, yeah, and, yeah. and I think that's why they, um, they're they going to focus on them, on Morgan and Carol in the next episode. So um, at some point that they'll uh, reconnect with uh, you know, mm-hmm. Rick's group mm-hmm. and we'll see what's going to go on. Uh, the Saviors, I'm sorry, I forgot. The, the Saviors. Saviors. That's Negan's group. Yes, uh, the Saviors. Um, I think I believe they're rivals of the kingdom. I'm not sure yet. I, I, okay. I'm not um, that far into the comics, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not. Uh, is the far is the comics a good ways ahead? Oh yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. actually, I think the show is about halfway to maybe three quarters into the comics. Maybe, oh, okay. maybe. I'm not sure though. Mm-hmm. Don't don't quote me on that. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Um. But you've gotten to the part we're at in um, in the show, right? Yes, yes, I do. I I am up to where you know Glenn yeah. is dead and everything. I I made an effort to read up to there. So yeah, yeah. Um, did so. you did you want to talk about some of the few differences in the comics that they have? Um, I know there there's a a difference in the the characters that are present right now right yes there's there definitely are differences and like daryl's not there he's not supposed to be in the he, show. he was the one that was <laughs> like really anchored up with popularity yeah, he is and stuff. anchor of popularity and uh he was one of the top candidates to be chopped off you know because he's not in the comics right um so he he uh, and plus the actor is very popular and he's done oh, yeah. he has own his own project so you can only assume that maybe he wanted to you know finally end his you know time with the walking dead and move forward so could be i mean but, he's got that crazy thing with kojima going yeah exactly yeah. right i can't wait for that project yeah. um so yeah he has a lot going for him outside of walking dead so i'm not sure you know how he's going to keep up with his schedule you know with filming mm-hmm. everything but we'll see i'm definitely scared with him being in negan's hands like and like just you talking about before he's yeah. got other deals now and yeah. like he's not even supposed to like he he wasn't even in the comics kind of thing no, and not really. that that's what made the actor of abraham said say he was on borrowed time yeah kind of thing pretty much it's like like i I'm, i just have this scary vision in my head that like we're gonna go through all this stuff and by the time we they they're able to get to daryl again after fighting or like doing whatever they need to do he's just gonna be mutilated or something crazy like that yeah yeah, I, I I can't wait to see what happens to Daryl. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I'm you know ex, you know I'm excited to see him dead or you know, mutilated or tortured, but no. uh, I want to see where his story arc leads and um, how they're going to save him or or how he gonna, he's going to save himself. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Daryl, he's a survivor. So yeah, absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. And now, so at the end of the episode, Maggie is kind of taking up the helm or like yes. really wanting to fight back and it's, then rick is pulling back 
Yes, Rick's pulling back. I, 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 the Maggie thing, I can definitely understand. I mean, it's Mm kind of like her in the comics. She's a very strong character, and yeah, towards this part in the comics, Uh, she's a leader of, I believe, Alexandria. She's, um, um, yeah, she she becomes her own character. She she probably has dealt with more tragedy that she, for a fact, has dealt with more tragedy than any other character in the show, where her kindred died, um, not because of zombies. She, they died yeah because of other people you know and and it's it's tragic you know from her father her her sister and her her husband mm-hmm. um so i see a redemption story for her you know absolutely um, i see her being very strong and kind of taking charge of this group while rick kind of you know builds himself back you know finds himself again so we'll see right right yeah. So I'm excited. I'm see. I'm excited yeah, to see Maggie yeah. take charge. Um, mm-hmm. She has all the fuel she needs. She, she has plenty of fuel, plenty oh, of reason. Along with all that, yeah. just the the loss of Glenn, along with the mm-hmm. inspiration of Glenn. You know, because exactly. Glenn. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he he was such an amazing character. I love Glenn. Like he he just seemed like a symbol of like not necessarily like fighting all the time, but just hope exactly you know? my words exactly to describe Glenn. um though the last season he he seemed to kind of take a little step back it was less optimistic um more realistic mm-hmm. but uh he always had that you know tinge of hope and um um optimism about him that things will be better and things will be good and okay you know yeah and, yeah. and it showed in you know his relationship with maggie you know mm-hmm. that re- their relationship you know is strong they, and they purposely have, tried to have a baby exactly they have a baby like, so yeah they're trying to build something so yeah they, they were definitely a symbol of hope in this you know crazy world mm-hmm. so to lose that is uh is sad indeed yeah yeah, yeah. so another thing i hear around um just like general critiques of the show and stuff and to to a degree i i can agree with it is just like there's a certain repetitiveness to the uh walking dead uh series of like them constantly needing to fight zombies and then going through waves of like running to finding a sanctuary kind of thing we've been through that a few times and a couple questions i wanted to ask you is um do you agree with that and what what generally has fueled you to keep watching the walking dead it's a really good question um i think i keep watching it because um i enjoy um losing myself in that world like Mm -hmm. what would i do in that world you know because if this was supposed to happen, would I act the same way? Would I do the same thing? And I feel like other than some, you know, um, stupid things that the characters do, you know, <laughs> which they do purposely, you know, mm-hmm. create drama and action and, right, you know, right. uh, whatever the scenes uh, entail, um, I'm pretty sure I would kind of do the same thing, you know, um, mm-hmm. if, it, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure I, I don't know my evil side that well yet but i'm pretty sure i'd be a good person in this world i'd try to be you know a good person and try to you know yeah. fight and survive and find other people and you know try to build rebuild again um and i think it, it goes with the overall theme of you know just uh us as humans um we just we 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 want to um connect and want to build relationships and want to um 
no matter what's happening, you know, around us, you know, we, we crave that, you know, that, um, attention and that, um, um, uh, that kinship, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, and no matter what, what crazy things happening around it, like in the show, you know, whether, you know, there's zombies, hordes of zombies trying to kill us or, um, uh, crazy, you know, evil human beings that just lost their minds, you know, we we're, we'll do whatever we can to rebuild. And I think that's what connects me so much with these characters is that is, is that they're, they're doing their best, you know, do do crazy times and it's in yeah. the show itself is kind of a reflection of culture today and uh, society today so mm-hmm. that's why i feel like I, I i can connect with these characters like especially like glenn and whatnot that um you know no matter what's going on in our lives um you know we we, we, we we're going to do our best you know right, we're right. Do our best to try to survive and 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 make the best of whatever we have and i think um despite maybe some you know creative differences or you know some some directions they might may take with the show that might be questionable in some ways um i think that's the most important thing about the show and that's why people it's it's the number one or two rated show all the time uh, other than maybe game of thrones you know it is because of that and people watch it because they 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 feel that connection with the characters and and it's kind of reflection of their own lives you know so oh yeah i wholeheartedly agree with you right the, personally, whenever I think of why I keep watching this show and like that repetitive stuff, I can agree with in mm-hmm. a, in a lot of ways. But it's it's a lot of what you said. You know, mm-hmm. the the word I always think of when I think of this show is it's a show of perseverance. Yes, exactly. You know, perseverance. Because it's it's like you said, we're in our own lives. We're bogged down with like negative things always coming our way but as people we're trying to push Mm -hmm. to like strengthen ourselves to find other good people in our lives whether it depends on like friendships relationships Mm -hmm. things going on with work or just other events like we we all have our weight to carry and like uh yeah that's why i love it because exactly yeah, I'm. I'm also one who really, really likes to fight for the good and see as much positivity in the craziest situations. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Also, I guess another side note is like, I don't know about comics, but I think media-wise, this is really the first show we've seen, like, such such a long development of people in a zombie apocalypse. Yes. And I find that madly interesting to see the way exactly. they develop. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's another reason why is this the, the the number one, you know, show and just zombie apocalypse uh, apocalyptic show is because um because there's no other show like it. There hasn't been a show like it before. Yeah. Um and that's uh and it's 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 a drama. You know, it's set in a zombie it's basically a drama set in mm-hmm. in you know, a zombie back backdrop, uh zombie apocalypse backdrop. Um so um, yeah, you, you you feel this connection with these characters from day one, and um, and what they do um, to survive these these day to day struggles. You know, so, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's really incredible to see like how much some of these characters have turned. You know, yeah. like I think Rick is one of the biggest prime examples. You know, uh, from day one he was a survivor, mm-hmm. a hotshot action guy yeah. who could do a lot of things. But like in the very beginning, you saw him as this like 
like trying to be the ultra benevolent you know it's like we we gotta do everything the goodest nicest way like no exceptions blah 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 and slowly he's turned into this person who i guess on his side of the fence is good he's more and more violently trying to protect his crew yes pretty much kind of thing and then we see um oh what what's the what's the woman's name with morgan again carol carol yes she has made an incredible change as well you know yeah she's uh she's kind of like rick in in in, in kind of in essence not so much well how they they got to where they are is different you know carol you know was the soft innocent person in the beginning turns in this hard and badass you know towards in the middle of her story arc and now she's you know she's filled with guilt you know of what she did and is is a shell of herself and kind of rick is kind of the same way um he's a shell of himself but he had to be broken yeah you know, by negan mm-hmm. but yeah it, these two strong characters that we you know we root for are now just a shell of themselves yeah so um now we gotta you know now we see yeah like did you, maggie taking the helm a little bit so did you like the way carol suddenly became ridden with guilt I th- I thought it was very sudden and at a strange time. I'm I'm not quite sure what exactly triggered it. Yeah, you know? I mean, I it was sudden. I I I can agree with that. It was a little bit sudden. Mm-hmm. Um It it was it was interesting how they um portrayed her um being this badass for for quite a while and then all of a sudden she just snaps like what happened you know like yeah yeah um so i don't i don't know i i i can't really uh say say much that because i've watched the like carol and she's she's a real cool character um i'm not the biggest fan of hers i mean i i'm probably gonna get a lot of backlash for that it's not so much i'm not i don't i don't not that i don't like her it's more like there are other other like like especially glenn like even more. you know like <laughs> like the whole everyone yeah. loves glenn you know and daryl you know they're they're like the top two characters in the mm-hmm. show so um you know carol and maggie and and all these other characters are more kind of side characters that i kind of you know not not so much tune out but when i watch walking dead Glenn Daryl, <laughs> Rick, maybe, you know, um, um, uh, oh, man, I'm just spacing out a little bit here. Um, Rick and, um, Carl. No, I don't yeah. care much about Carl. I mean, okay. In the <laughs> okay. comic, in the comics, okay. Carl's really cool. He's a badass in the comics. Uh-huh. He, he, he kind of takes up his dad's mantle, you know, and he becomes quite the badass as mm-hmm. he grows up. Um, but, uh, uh, Denies character. Oh my god, I can't believe I forgot her name. Um, Maggie. No, 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 no. Um, S- Samurai. Oh, Michonne. 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 I, I Michonne like, is an okay. I uh, I'm com- I was yeah. completely yeah. Uh, blanking out there. Um, yes, Michonne, Daryl, Glenn, Rick. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's the reasons why I watch that show. But yeah. Um, Michonne is like the yeah. one character who like. I would be totally okay with surviving the whole way because she's such like a badass with her samurai sword. Like I yeah. think it makes the most sense. Like she doesn't yeah. need plot armor. <laughs> no, no, personally. she doesn't. She doesn't need. Thoughts. Yeah, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as Carol, I, I I don't have much to say about Carol. I mean, yeah, I agree. She, her 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 change, uh, her character arc really changed really suddenly. Um, used to be so strong but then i I guess i can see that you know because 
um, she did deal with a lot, a loss too. That's Just like true. Maggie, you know, she's losing her daughter, her husband. She um, had to take care of that and girl killing the, who was killing like, the girl. Oh you know, goodness. that must you know affected her a lot to yeah. kill a girl, even though the girl was pure evil, <laughs> spawn yeah. of Satan, really. Um, you know, to kill you know a non-zombie like that and a girl, a little girl mm-hmm. like that, it, it must have affected her in some way. So yeah, so yeah, that's true. Yeah. Absolutely, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So. I just want to talk about Carl briefly because I feel like I'm missing something here. Like, generally, I'm okay with him. He's not my favorite, but I feel like there's something I'm missing that, like, everyone really doesn't like about him. Like, my biggest problem with him was only in season two when he was magically teleporting to wherever Rick was doing something bad. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. That. I remember is, that. Is there something else going on with Carl that I'm missing? Well, he's a running joke um, with a lot of memes, you know, get in the house, Carl. You know, he's always in the midst of trouble and they always have mm-hmm. to rescue him in some way. And it's okay. really dumb and um, he doesn't listen and he's a little whiny baby, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, so... But I think he's coming into his own now. You know, he's he's grown up a little bit. You know, he's getting a little bit hardened. He's seeing yeah, things yeah. that you know would you know change the tart you know toughest of men. You know, would would um, so I I I see his character arc you know strengthening, improving, and improving. You know, yeah. um, especially in this season. You know, with his dad broken like that. Yeah. You know, they need maggie and possibly him um and you know especially in that scene you know where uh rick was supposed to chop his son's arm off you know and his son he understood he understood he understood the the moment he understood the moment he's you know he told his dad to cut his arm off and i thought that was a very you know it it was very small but i think it was a very strong tell of what his character is going to be like he's he understands the moment he understands what's going on and he's he i think he's gonna um he's gonna uh live up to the moment you know and we'll see in the season so yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely but yeah he, he he's definitely built a reputation for himself <laughs> in the last five six seasons as a little whiny baby you mm-hmm. know so mm-hmm. and getting in trouble himself in trouble a lot so yeah yeah okay okay yeah. i can see it i can see it yeah. <laughs> i guess i just didn't pay attention too much to him yeah. yeah, one of those characters you tune out a little bit because he got he got a little <laughs> Maybe annoying. That's why. Yeah, he got a little annoying. You just tune him out. <laughs> oh, him again. I'll just go and pay attention to something else right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I actually really like what they did with Morgan in uh, season six with the uh, him becoming uh, like a peaceful. Oh, I hated Morgan. <laughs> really, really. <laughs> okay, well, don't get me wrong, Morgan. You know, I I liked Morgan and his you know martial arts and philosophy on life and all that that he learned from it mm-hmm. but the fact that he was trying to apply it during a zombie apocalypse i don't think was very practical um mm-hmm. i can see where he's going with it i can i can uh, I, I you know give him credit for trying to see the best in things but it's but it's a zombie apocalypse yeah yeah i that's not gonna work and um, at the end of the day he did end up exactly using, using he's again. he still end up you know going back to you know i mean he didn't go back to the old way old morgan but you know he, he he's adapting 
you know right he's right he's, he's finally getting out of extremes of one way exactly or another, he's the other, he's you know, kind of that, like, moving back towards the middle you know where, that, yeah yeah seeing things you know for what it is rather than mm-hmm. what he hopes it to be you know and um hopefully his character is a little bit better this season i mean yeah, yeah. I, i'm not saying that morgan wasn't you know well acted last season and um his character arc wasn't well done it's just i didn't like how he as a character in that story was acting in that world Um, yeah so the the one thing that i think really pulled me over to that philosophy is that he actually did apply it to something that happened Mm -hmm. in the um in the uh in the actual world and by his doing he may have saved carl's life that's true kind of thing but i will agree that like (laughs) that's 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 one thing among a whole line of like we had to hear like five episodes before that yeah because i won't do it because all life is precious but why kind of thing you know um so yeah i i think i think he is slowly adapting and learning that this world is 50 shades of brown and red exactly exactly it's it's not white or black it's definitely a gray yeah big gray Mm mm-hmm so yeah and as we've seen it seems like no no method has has worked completely you know it seems like every time as a group Mm -hmm. they've gotten comfortable with a certain way it bashes them out of it they couldn't be completely good they couldn't stay in one place and now with season six they were becoming very very aggressive dominant people taking out tons of negan's people Mm -hmm. without like much negotiate negotiation at all being that dominant force didn't work because someone else broke them kind of thing you know yeah some bigger force um but i guess you can say the negan's way is working <laughs> it seems to be working for him. He, he, the top top guy. The top of the food chain, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I I can't wait for Negan's character. He he is the perfect villain, and he's perfect for this show. And um. And he's just break. He he's slowly breaking a lot of uh, like. G- generic storytelling i suppose are like convenient escapes yeah immediately he did that first episode by like mm-hmm. beating the heck out of two main people yeah you know exactly no one's safe when you know when you're with negan um mm-hmm. you don't know what to, what to, you know the thing is that he he's so psychological he knows what he's doing but you don't know what he's doing and that's the beauty of it you know yeah um, yeah he he understands why he does what he does um it's just gonna you know it's just gonna surprise you you know <laughs> he's so scary oh my yeah, gosh exactly yeah and um uh i would say like uh seasons this first episode has definitely been the most like tension filled oh god yes episode. okay yes um it's, it's really incredible after all number one rated show uh episode uh, ever i think mm-hmm. was it I, I have to check the numbers again yeah, yeah, don't yeah, fact yeah. check me on that but <laughs> quote me on that but um yeah yeah it was it was the number one episode uh if not ever for that you know that time slot and period in time whatever so it everyone was was you know yeah. wanting yeah. to see glenn die <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> or hoping that glenn wouldn't die yeah I don't know, but, yeah um really but yeah it was really sad mm-hmm. it, was a, it was a great episode um so it definitely set precedence um for the rest of the season you know 
Um, yeah. Definitely high expectations for the, season, the rest of the season. Hopefully they don't let us down. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you always get worried with that with shows that run to, uh, like, too many seasons, you know? Like, yeah. eventually it gets stale. And, like, from, from the many sitcoms I have watched... I personally believe that every show should be no more than seven seasons, but I'm hoping that Walking Dead will prove me wrong. <laughs> well, I think that's, um, I, th- like you said, I hope it does prove me wrong. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, going back to our regular uh, comment on being repetitive. Yeah, it, I think that's why they had to up the ante this this episode, this season. Yeah, because a lot of people were feeling that People way. were feeling that way, it's getting repetitive, even though, you know, I might have these, you know, sensitive, you know, whatever, you know, uh, feelings towards the show because of other factors. Mm-hmm. The, the show itself is, plot wise was kind of getting repetitive you know the same plot was happening over and over again right right um so they had to up the ante with this character you don't know what's happening with negan um what he he's capable of um and what he wants you know to accomplish with this group of characters so Mm -hmm. um so they had to do it you know they had to do it because you know like um like you said, it's, I I hope that it it they, they they do well with this. But you know, like um, going back to like Battlestar Galactica, I after four seasons, they, even the you know the the writer and director and whatnot, they 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 wanted to end at four seasons because they don't need to to they could have you know the show was at its peak, um, one of the best sci-fi series ever, mm-hmm. and they could have continued creating more seasons and more filler stuff you know re- replotting things again they could have done that but yeah, yeah and make more money but they didn't they, they knew the show ended where it needed to end you know the story ended where it needed to end and you know that's really really respectable exactly you know? exactly so i i would hope that you know the creative team with the walking dead mm-hmm. will um know when to end it yeah um I mean, the comics is still as popular as it'll ever be. So there's plenty of, you know, material left to cover with the comics. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if they want to end it or they uh, want to kind of t- you know, hand off the baton to Fear the Walking Dead. The show, that show, I uh, have mixed feelings about Feeling the Walking I Dead. I haven't even watched that oh, one. Oh, really? Actually. Really? Okay. Yeah. You should check it out. It's okay. it's a definitely different look at what's going on in this world. So, okay. Um, uh, it's interesting, but I I don't feel the same connection with these characters like I did with with the original Walking Dead crew. So, but we'll see. We'll see. It's only two seasons in, so yeah, yeah. You know, we'll give it another season. You know, hopefully it'll, it'll do better. But have you played the uh, Telltale Walking Dead games? I have not. I have not. Is it good? They, I hear good things about it. Yes, they are incredibly enrapturing stories. So oh, nice. yeah, you you should definitely check that out. Okay. And again, it's like same world, but another another perspective on like other characters and. Mm-hmm just like as far as game games go i have i haven't played any telltale games like outside of those but oh yeah. those stories were so intense okay. so awesome all right i'll have to check it out yeah sure. yeah for absolutely sure. now there was another thing i wanted to bring up like mm-hmm. as far as like now that we're talking about the future and where where they might end it where they might not end it um mm-hmm. do you do you watch much game theory game theory no matt pat no I oh it's a it's a youtube channel that uh this guy i'm um, calls himself matt pat you, does like a ton of research really okay. to, on like 
bunches of different game aspects okay. and stuff like that. But he recently um, released a channel called Film Theory, mm-hmm. which um, goes into theories about like TV shows and stuff like that. And he partnered with the Did You Know Gaming guys, so they're doing Did You Know Movies stuff nice. over there as well. Okay. And they've had a few things on The Walking Dead, one being he's saying the show is ending soon because he did a bunch of research on the like decomposition of bodies and stuff like that and there's only a certain amount of time before all these zombies are literally literally dust yes and a cool thing he actually pointed out is showing that like from the beginning to now we're seeing more and more um humans uh yeah more and more humans absolutely more and more human um villains and uh obstacles and stuff but also more and more zombies that are really really falling apart and they have less and less on them kind of yeah there definitely has been a a a, um gradual exponential um um look of the zombies Mm -hmm. as the seasons went on for sure Yeah, yeah yeah so they, they've really been emphasizing with Negan just getting things started, but maybe timeline-wise, there won't be much time left because with the last few seasons, there have been less, like, time gaps between them, you know? Sure. Um, now, with season... Between season five and six, was there a gap at all? Do you remember? Oh, gosh. Uh, that was what? The cannibals... When- from the cannibals no to... that was after the cannibals and then they got to the the very safe haven neighborhood okay place. okay yeah and then it ended with rick killing the abusive husband that was and season then, five okay yeah and then it went to season six season when they were six. still okay. there yeah 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 i don't think there, there was wasn't much of a time gap, gap. no yeah no they, they kind of like just jump right in back mm-hmm. into it yeah and then season four to five definitely there was there was a time gap there no time gap no there wasn't there was there was with the cannibals with the cannibals yes there was a time gap that's right now, now i get it that's yeah. that's where I, I, I was remembering where the time gap was was yeah, the cannibals. yeah after the cannibals there was a time gap yeah 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 so yeah just it's just getting shorter and shorter so that's true i i i can definitely agree um i think you can't really top negan so i think they might have to end it with negan so we'll see yeah, yeah. Uh, quite honestly like morally I don't know where the heck they would go from after Negan. Well, they, I, I feel like at least they've just been around the circle with all these ideals, you know? They they have, they have. Um, I don't I don't know what they, they can do after Negan other than maybe maybe facing this this apocalypse itself, you know, um finding the answer, which they, they haven't really found cure so maybe yeah. that's something they could focus on i don't know but mm-hmm. um maybe there's no need um well there is a need because everyone's infected yeah right? everyone's yeah. infected so there is a need to find a cure mm-hmm. unless you want to live out your entire lives just killing people right before they die right and you know? that's the thing is like even without the zombies we've been reduced to a primal world and we have people like vegan now so like it's not like if the zombies are gone things will go back to normal you know well yeah there's people like negan and and the fact that uh, everyone is infected still and yeah and i I believe that's going to be passed on from generation to generation Mm -hmm. so um so how are they so they're always going to be if 
if the human race is supposed to thrive again, mm-hmm. you're going to have to deal with this disease at some point. Yeah. So yeah. I think that might be the end game mm-hmm. for the show is dealing with the disease itself. Finding the cure. If not, but then I think leaving it open ended like that up to your interpretation is a great ending too. So yeah. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Yeah little itching in the back of the head but it could be interesting if they do it right absolutely like if if they do do a cure i'm just trying to think like as far as like the view of the people we've been following how will they do that in a not cheesy way or just like oh here it is someone really far away was working on it the whole time yeah right well i mean (laughs) i mean you 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 go back to like the cdc you know episodes when they were um they were at the you know the government's facility and the guy you know you know told him about the disease and everything mm-hmm. and they, they didn't have a cure for it then so why yeah. would they have a cure now especially with the degradation of society Absolutely. who the heck would have the resources unless there's a secret government bunker somewhere where they're doing <laughs> yeah. it you know so yeah that would be a cheesy way of ending or, or leading up to a cure you know oh here's a secret government entity that mm-hmm. that's you know been doing things and figuring this shit out and um I'm sorry. Am I, can I curse in this show? No. Yeah, yes, I can do. Want. Okay. I just want to be, <laughs> yeah, I just want to be sure. Yeah. I wasn't sure if this is a family oh friendly show. <laughs> you should hear me and Andrew talk about like comparisons between melee and other smashes. Oh, yeah? We get on grumpy, the, the most elitist rants ever. Oh, that's so, fantastic. Like, full of cursing. So okay. don't worry. About okay. That's that. good. That's good. I, I didn't know if, what your target audience yeah, no, is. So no, you're fine. Um, you're I, I can have a sailor's mouth, I, but yes, I, I can yes. also take it back a bit if it's a family friendly <laughs> show. But, um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I would hope that they won't, it won't be cheesy like that, but I mean, I guess there's a way to write it in, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure, you know, like, you know, it, it, it like when you play fallout you it's believable you know there's this secret government you know running mm-hmm. things in the background you know whatever so that's you know that's believable to some degree so i mean maybe they can do it with a show maybe there is a, some secret government you know overwatching and trying yeah. to you know figure out a way to, i have faith we'll see we'll see definitely we'll see what robert kerbin writes up you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it'll be good well yeah. let, let's hope let's hope yeah yeah, that's right. yeah. Because that's what the show is all about, I guess. <laughs> yeah, hope. That's right. You know, whatever little bit we have left of the show now. Yes. Look yes. gone. But, whatever uh, bits of zombies we have left here and there. Yeah. Oh man, some of the makeup, absolutely. Incredible. Oh, I mean, fantastic. Greg Nicotero, man, he's yeah. he is the zombie, you know, makeup master. He, yeah, yeah. He is uh, the genius of this generation when it comes to you know, horror makeup and effects design. Oh, and Greg goodness. Nicotero, yeah. man, all all credit M- to him. Major kudos. Yeah, to him. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that he's directing episodes now and and you know just upping his you know his nice. uh resume it's do, great do they have a lot of different di- directors between episodes they do or like a lot of guest ones yeah they have guest directors yeah greg nicotero's directed a few episodes i maybe more than a few i'm not sure oh. i have to double check that i actually didn't look too close into that i'd love to rewatch a bunch like like looking at specific directors and yeah. like getting getting a taste of what they like to do and stuff exactly. really cool yeah like the, the different visions of the shows and how it, yeah, how it yeah. looks versus the other directors yeah you know? what they like pacings and focus and exactly. all that stuff exactly yeah all right i think that was a pretty good discussion is there anything else you want to talk about uh before we wrap up well i do want to say that i am disappointed that we lost uh, the Asian representation in that uh, in The Walking Dead, um, 
segue here though i i just googled um all the directors of the walking dead and there's quite a list oh wow uh, um frank darabont gail ann hurd um uh greg nicotero um oh gosh how many other people are there so many a lot of producers too yeah like, yeah um, robert kirkman he, he directed a few episodes too. okay cool awesome yeah but uh back to my original point i uh uh i, I i'm definitely disappointed in the fact that we lost glenn because there's not a lot of asian representation in the media um right now yeah uh, as and i don't know if you're aware um of of a lot of the the, the lack of representation that's been happening this year and uh, a lot of um very popular titles that are being made in the movies that are being quote unquote whitewashed um mm-hmm. like um i mean there's a lot of arguments for um ghost in the shell but yeah um was, dr strange is definitely a, a, a noticeable one um where they whitewash the um the master um oh yeah um, wow who's supposed to be tibetan and whatnot mm-hmm. and um but all that aside you know it, it just it it sucks to lose um the one um main um asian character in american cinema right now um i i can't really think of any other asian actor or actress that um is headlining or part of a headline of of a show so um, no. Unless you can think of one at the top of your head, I can't, I can't really think, think of one. No. Um, yeah, so it really sucks to lose that. So mm-hmm. hopefully um, we can um, we get something uh, yeah. back. And and I'm sure after like this, well, he he might have more stuff going on now, but like definitely after like all all the work he's done on The yeah. Walking Dead, he'll definitely get more work. I think. I think so. We'll see. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. I mean, you can go back to like John Cho, who uh, was a headline of a TV series called um, Selfie, I believe. Selfie with Karen Gillan. Um, yeah, it was it was a it oh. was a little comedy show. Lasted for a season, I believe, maybe two seasons. Oh. Um, and that was I, the show wasn't amazing in any aspect, but I enjoyed it for the fact that you know we had a leading Asian male yeah, in a yeah. romantic romantic comedy which never happens <laughs> um Asian males are never in a leading role in a, any kind of romantic uh genre type movie mm-hmm. or show so mm-hmm. um it was definitely awesome to see John Cho in that role yeah um and unfortunately only lasted a season or two um I'll be honest like I remember seeing the preview for that show and mm-hmm. not anything against the actors specifically but yeah. I gave one look at that and I was like I'll give it three episodes <laughs> exactly I mean <laughs> I I am not you know into that whole thing you know um that that kind of I mean yeah I take selfies when everyone does but um to be basing a show off of that it was it was kind of silly yeah um so but like I said it was the fact that there was uh, that you know Asian representation in that show that right. I really enjoyed and Steven uh, Yoon in Walking Dead as well mm-hmm. um, and I think that's why um, uh, it sucks that you know the one you know Asian representation character in a, in a, in a very popular TV series yeah. to go like that uh, really sucks but mm-hmm. um, we'll see we'll see uh, what uh, Hollywood has up its sleeves to change things because you know I, I can see both sides of the argument you know like um, I was thinking about this it was in the comics and was a very very pivotal part 
yeah yeah sure sure exactly um it it was it was definitely a pitiful uh, pivotal point in the comics and it it, you know it it was going to happen um regardless but i think um for me i've been thinking about this for a couple days um about uh, since that happened i was going well i can see both sides of the argument that you know there is lack of asian representation in hollywood because of the percentage of the population you know the asian population in america is just a small fraction of the overall population of america oh. so that's i can understand that uh, the representation of hollywood would reflect that you know mm-hmm. there will only be a small fraction of of, of asian actors or actresses in in hollywood uh, in hollywood that they would need to cater to that demographic but uh-huh. at the same time I, I think we're in a we should be you know further along in society you know and and as a species to not see that as an issue that it doesn't matter who is a leading male or female in a movie um it it should only matter their about their performance and their quality right. of their performance if they're, if they're to sell their movies good actors good and actresses, and yeah. the thing is that yeah i can i can i can see that the big guys the 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 the, the hollywood bigwigs they're, they're only looking at their bottom line mm-hmm. um so there they stick with what works yes a, a white you know male or female act actor actress is going to bring in more of the crowd to see right, their movies. Right. I can I can I kind of see that as a, as a businessman myself, but but if we were if we are to change that the systemic cycle of racism, you know, that that is kind of uh that we don't speak about, you know, they, uh, Hollywood doesn't they don't talk about it, but it happens, you know. It's it's racism. Mm-hmm in hollywood they don't talk about it but everyone knows it's happening you know people get judged by the color of their skin um the only way that's going to change is by them taking chances and, right and putting and, i know, mean i mean people unf- of color it doesn't matter yeah. if it's asian or not i mean i'm speaking for myself because i'm asian but mm-hmm. it could be you know african americans getting more representation which is awesome right. but it can be any brown red whatever skin color you are they, it, and the thing of it is whether we like it or not hollywood and just t- tv media yeah. in general is such a huge force it is. in like influence it is a like huge kids, just because, people in general because it's an escape you know? for us it's an inter- yeah. it's a, it's hollywood is the largest entertainment company a good group in the world it, people around the world watch hollywood movies mm-hmm. you know um so um they can make these changes they can do it they can take chances and change this 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 way of this old way of thinking of you know only a certain you know color skin color or uh, would sell tickets you know that 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 shouldn't matter uh, in this day and age yeah i know it's kind of idealistic way of thinking but you know we're kind of we're 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 ahead in society we should we should we should know better but and i think um I don't know, with social media and just uh, the little people getting more and more ways to get their voice out, whether it be their own website, blog, or like commenting on a post or something. I I, I think we're getting a little bit more recognition of when Hollywood does a foul. Stuff like like, uh, Doctor Strange is a Mm -hmm. big foul. Absolutely. And then... um, and then the stuff with like Ghost in the Shell. I've, I don't know Ghost in the Shell. And like s- some people were saying um, that, 
well, the main character's technically not Asian. It's a cyborg. But mm-hmm. my friend or fan fan voice partner Andrew is mm-hmm. like, well, if it's a cyborg in Japan, ideally it would be it would probably a be Japanese. Asian. And yeah. and you know they even you know spoke to the original you know um, creator of Ghost in the Shell, and he he said that he didn't care that it was it wasn't. It was a cyborg. Um, it, oh, yeah. there's, there was not really any. Uh, it didn't matter him, but um, so I, I guess there's arguments to that um, to that movie. But um, there's definitely a lot of other cases of of um, lack of uh, representation yeah. or whitewashing of characters. I can, uh, I can definitely see like business wise in that standpoint. Is like as far as I know, there isn't really a triple A actor actress besides um, mm-hmm. what's her name, Black what Widow. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson, yeah. but like it, it's like you said before, what triple A Asian actor actress is there right now? Well, um, I I can definitely say for um, the the, the coming uh, upcoming Star Wars Rogue One movie, I'm glad that they're bringing Donnie Yen on board. He's oh, okay. he's been a f- an international superstar, yeah. especially in his home country in China and Hong Kong or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, huge star, and he's he's been a star over here too. Everyone you know, everyone knows who Donnie Yen is. You know, okay. Um, so I'm glad that he's finally getting into the fold of Hollywood, um, more bigger roles in Hollywood movies. So yeah. Um, but uh, there, it, there's a lot of AAA actors in, oh, in yeah. the world. Like um, you, you can point to like Jackie Chan. You know, he's international oh, international superstar. And you know, the funny thing is, he's kind of that, retired at this point. He's still making movies. He doesn't do his own stunts as much anymore. But yeah, yeah. But like, I, I guess in his golden time, he hit hard. Definitely. He yeah, yeah. He did. He did. He did. Yeah. Um, he. Uh, uh, and I, I'm, you know, I think the Hollywood, you know, kind of felt the backlash from this past year of all the the complaints about whitewashing that mm-hmm. they're giving Jackie Chan a um, an achievement award at the Oscars next, oh. this coming uh, this coming the next uh, Oscar award show. Oh. They're giving him a lifetime achievement award, so it's kind of long overdue. He should have gotten it a while ago. But exactly, it's <laughs> like it's like you know what that reminds me of. Yeah, when Leonardo DiCaprio got his Oscar. Yes, exactly. I'm like. He didn't deserve that one. <laughs> he totally deserved an Oscar at some at point. At some point in his career, yeah. But I wonder how much this Oscar, like, attributed to memes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, he, I mean, I, I'm not definitely, I'm not saying anything against his performance in, in The Revenant. I believe he won the Oscar for Um it was a great movie and a great performance. I just don't think that he should have won that one that year. But you know, it, it's you know, it's all politics. It's an award show, Absolutely. so you can see why they're they want to cater to the Asian community a little bit by giving Jackie Chan the Lifetime yeah. Achievement Award. Um, there's a, there's a lot of issues with the animation stuff too. You know, it's like apparently a mm-hmm. lot of the people who like judge the best oscar for animations don't even watch all of them no no it's kind of a lot of of them are handed just to the disney movies it seems like pretty much it's kind of so yeah um the wind rises not that yeah exactly I, I think there's a lack yeah. of appreciation for um, like japanese animation because there's a stigma with japanese animation so um it, it'll never compare to the almighty Walt Disney animation, you know? So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, me, me and Andrew have talked about this a lot too. We had, 
Yeah. Uh, we had another podcast that has yet to be released, but we yeah. went really in depth in animation talking about okay. a little bit of that and like how, yes, there is a lot of anime that's like crazy fan service or spazzing out high school girls a lot of those but like within it are incredibly beautiful pieces that are constantly overlooked beautiful animes yes but even with that there's there's a ray of light um outside of miyazaki now um now uh oh my gosh i can't believe i'm forgetting his name now i know him so well girl who left through time boy and the beast summer wars wolf children that director he's slowly getting more love in the u.s and just in general with like crunchyroll and like more accessible ways we're getting a lot more like premiere anime stuff of course my favorite being makoto shinkai uh yes i agree on um the the beast and the boy Uh, i think Mm -hmm. it was uh, the boy and the beast that's right the boy and the beast um i i mamoru hisoda that's right i i uh i watched it in theaters beautiful movie and Mm -hmm. i think um with you know Miyazaki you know kind of you know taking a step back kind of into his twilight years now right um, retiring for the most part um he is going to be the next you know Miyazaki Studio Ghibli mm-hmm. studio you know um his uh what is a studio Chitsu to- yeah Ch- studio Chitsu that's what uh, that's what his studio on. yes um okay. I think they're going to be the next big thing um yeah the boy and the beast definitely showcase that and the other titles you mentioned too mm-hmm. um I, I i think i saw one one other ones you mentioned did which... you see wolf children yes wolf children that was wolf a good children, one too. absolutely beautiful. so yeah i think they're 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 gonna take up the mantle of mm-hmm. you know japanese animation um as far as like art pieces you know? yeah yeah so yeah so yeah all around with rep- representations of sex race and just yeah, different exactly. animations and stuff like that we just gotta hope that like the voices of people who really recognize this stuff and can see when yeah. hollywood trips up or should yeah. do something different let our voices be heard about that yeah i, I hope that you yeah. know they they see how much glenn impacted the show you know Absolutely. Uh, and the actor himself you know um there there's definitely a a great sadness when that happened you know yeah. um so many and not just funny memes but sad memes and just you know a downpouring of you know uh, mourning for a, a character you know absolutely um it kind of shows you that you know it doesn't matter what color your skin is Mm-mm. you you can still affect people yeah and affect a lot of people um so i, I think hopefully they can see that and see that you know whether you're asian like i mentioned asian uh red brown black whatever color your skin is you can put on a performance and change people's lives and and still bring in money for the big studios yeah yeah so absolutely so we'll see Uh, i don't know hopefully they see that yes probably not but we'll see (laughs) we gotta believe hong we gotta believe in my old age now my heart's kind of callous i don't i don't i don't believe much anymore (laughs) well yeah but um yeah that's uh, thank you for bringing up that point it yeah i'm sorry you know i i, I kind of yeah. um uh kind of stole that section a little bit um no, no I, I yeah it's been on my mind um for a while uh for ever since you know that happened and you know this whole past year you know i yeah i just uh, all these you know, movies getting whitewashed and um it didn't and they don't need to be whitewashed they don't no. they don't need a white savior they don't they don't need that they they the, the, the story can tell itself and can be an amazing story yeah um what, what what's the concern color? supposed to be are they good actors 
that's it good actors is strong good actors is definitely a big part of it but it's a a good story too absolutely you know and yeah good story good art direction everything Mm -hmm. that goes into making a movie or tv series you know um it it shouldn't matter what what race or or gender you know it doesn't shouldn't matter at all points yeah yeah exactly so yeah that's that's my little (laughs) soapbox so (laughs) <laughs> all right thank you so much hong no for, thanks yeah. for having me i appreciate yeah, it yeah this is a great discussion uh, really uh, looking forward to this season and same here yeah same here. and looking forward to what hollywood will do and what the people will do about hollywood <laughs> we'll see we'll see yeah yeah <laughs> all right so um thanks everyone for joining us as usual you can find us in a bunch of different places is uh, facebook.com slash the fanvoice podcast youtube.com slash the fanvoice podcast twitter at fanvoice podcast google.com plus the fanvoice podcast and um our email fan at the fanvoice.com and of course our website the fanvoice.com where you can find news reviews articles and all sorts of fun little things and of course um a big thank you to GNN Geek News Network for um, sharing out our podcasts. And all. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Anytime, anytime. Yeah. All right. I'm glad to be on here. Yeah. And I'm yeah. glad to support you guys. You guys yes. are awesome. Yes. So I want you back for I would love season to finale discussion. <laughs> oh, dang. Okay. We will get on it. <laughs> I, will, I will be back for that for sure. Excellent. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys.